you very much. You know, we are here today because Jesus resurrected. Hallelujah. And that settles the matter. Death could not keep him. The cemetery nor the grave. And so we are glad. And this is the victory that we have from him. This morning I would like for us once again to go back to the word of prophecy to us. For this year and beyond. It is important that we understand what God is saying. Last Wednesday we saw how God was coming out clearly concerning his word and the natural way of living. Things that limit men. As long as we can trust God, his word is able to turn situations that we may seem as natural, that seem impossible, to become possible. Praise the Lord. And then we also saw that when he said, walk before me and be blameless, it was quite clear to us that uh, being blameless before God doesn't mean you making the effort but simply taking God at his word and walking according to his word. Previously, we have seen God also sings on the 31st night till this time, talking to us and bringing more light into the issue that he had given to us. So this morning in this second service, we would like for you to know that God wants us to keep to covenant instructions. So the title of the message is Keep to Covenant. Keeping to Covenant Instructions. Keeping to Covenant Instructions. Shall we pray? Our Father and our God, we don't take it for granted at all when we have, you have gathered us together in your presence. You have a reason, and your reason is that we may know your will and to walk in them in this life here. And so we pray that as you have come out so clearly to us concerning this year, that we need to acknowledge that you are the God Almighty, the one that nothing, nothing is impossible with. And so we acknowledge you this morning. And we are asking that you will give us clarity and you will also build into our spirit, Lord, what you intend to do with our lives concerning your words spoken to us. So that we will live to fulfill scripture in our day. We bless you, Lord, and ask that you give us understanding heart to your word. In Jesus' name, we have prayed and everyone said, keeping to covenant instructions and I would like to go back to the scripture again. You know, I just want us to know that you can never. The word of God is as if it's in layers. The more you study, the more he brings understanding to your heart. So in Genesis chapter um, 17 verse 1 to 4, we would like to see what God has for us in there. When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said to him, I am almighty God, walk before me and be blameless. And I will make my covenant between me and you. 
and you will and and will multiply you exceedingly then abraham fell on his face and the lord talked with him saying as for me behold my covenant is with you and you shall be a father of many nations amen now this morning i just want us to consider what the lord has for us in this matter. It is as simple as obedience. And so I would like to take it once again from the Good News Version so that we can see it clearly. In the Good News, the Bible says that when Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am, all, I am the Almighty God. Obey me. And always do what is right. Shout a big amen. Obedience is actually the key to walking with God and to seeing the hand of God. Obedience opens every door. When a man moves into submitting himself to obey God, God will back him Everywhere he goes. In this walk that God appeared to Abraham and, and told him and made the commitment. And let me tell you something. Agreements are always between two people. Let's make agreement. And most of the time the share is 50-50. Whatever it is. Some it could tilt. 75 25, but that's not the matter. This one is very interesting to me because you will see that it was not man and God that sat down to discuss. No. It was God who saw the need of the man. And then he chose him and said, you. So God appeared to Abraham and he invited him and said, I have my agreements made already. Your duty is to only come and sign on so that I can do what I intend to do with you. So you see the Bible says that he appeared to Abraham and then he said, obey me. So this time going, may I plead with you? Please, this Christianity that has this stubbornness in it, that people do as they please, may you never find yourself doing that in the name of Jesus. May you be someone who has agreed that God has invited me to walk with me and to be blameless before him and for him to work through me. And so I have no choice than to just stick to only what God tells me to do. We are having in our day too many people who are calling themselves we are children of God. But the truth of the matter is that as it pleases us, we are children of God. As it doesn't please us at a certain period of time... Let's fall on the other alternative. Let's fall on the other way. 
May this thing never be your portion in the name of Jesus. God is seeking for a total commitment to obey his word. So he would be able to do what he intends to do with our generation and with our lives. And so it is God in the verse 2 who said, I will, let me read that in, in the New King James, please. And then I will come to that. Thank you very much. And I will make my covenant between me and you. And I was attracted to that statement between me, me first. So it has to be God first. Hallelujah. Me and you. Me and you. You see, you see the statement. It's already establishing that I have greater things that I'm inviting you into. You are not the one who is initiating. It is God who is initiating the work that he intends to work with us. And I pray that every one of us would understand this. Hallelujah. You see, when you don't deserve something and you have been invited into, you are careful most of the time. Isn't it? It is only when you have been part of it. It's only when you have contributed. It's only that, it's only when you have also given something, then it makes you think as if, you know, I have a right. But God is saying we don't have a right. We have only been invited to enjoy the booty of the Lord. Hallelujah. And I pray that we, this understanding would dawn very strong on our hearts and help us to walk this year in such a beautiful manner with God. Unfortunately, you know, in the first service, I, I was just speaking and the Spirit of the Lord said something that was quite interesting to me. So I said it that I had this and I must tell you that. It was so blunt. As I was speaking, I heard God say clearly, the reason why people lose the battle is because they are in secret sense. And you know, many people like to appear to be great in the eyes of men. Many people like to appear as innocent in the eyes of men. Please, you don't need that. Be whoever you are in Christ Jesus in the night. Be whoever you are in Christ Jesus in the day. Hallelujah. When we do that, we will see the glory of God. This Abraham man that God entered into this covenant with. There were so many things that were so beautiful. I will just give you one. He went to Egypt and because he had a beautiful wife... And he knew that the Egyptians had no scruples. They would kill him for his wife. He said, this is my sister. Just to protect. Elia only told his wife, you know, when we go to that place, I'm going to tell them that you are my sister. Let me so be, because otherwise they will kill me for you. And they all agreed. There was a king by name Abimelech. And this king... Abraham had moved into his land. Gerard had moved into his land. And the same thing was projected that when we go there, simply just tell them that we are siblings. I'm your brother, you are my sister. Just to protect me. Now they get into the land. 
And this king, Abimelech, of course, saw that the wife was beautiful. But it has already been declared that he's a sister. So quietly, he, he invites the wife of Abraham. I want you to see something here. And give a very nice place to Sarah to live. From day one that the woman stepped into that estate without Abraham, God of heaven started bringing play on the people. Everything, in fact, people who were ready to take seed, they stopped. The whole nation changed. I want to show you something. When a person decides to walk with God in this covenant relationship by being obedient to God, you don't fight for yourself. God will always fight your battles for you. Even when people have taken advantage of you, God will answer them in a way that you will turn around and you yourself will plead for them. So now play started displaying over Abimelech and, her, and his people until he discovered that Abraham's wife is the one that he has taken. And then God, no, this is how he even discovered it. The Bible says that he slept and God visited him, Abimelech, and said, I always fear that salutation. You are a dead man. You are a dead man. The wife, the woman that you have is somebody's wife. It is this man's wife. You better release him. And Abimelech said something. I did this in the innocence of my heart. And the Bible says that I, the Lord myself, I saw that you did it in the innocence of your heart. That is why I didn't finish you by striking you dead. So, restore. But I also saw something. The man that was afraid even for his life, the Bible said, God told Abimelech, you know he's a prophet, let him pray for you and your land will be healed. Praise the name of the Lord. Brethren, if we will take this covenant walk with the Lord, with all seriousness and commitment to doing the word of God. And I say to doing the word of God. We are living in days and time that many people are disobedient to the word of God. If we would take this covenant promise and prophecy to us. And commit ourselves to the fact that I will not do anything without the approval of the scripture. And without the instruction of the Lord, let me tell you, when we commit ourselves to that, God will be there for us. Praise the Lord. Many people are asking us, please pray for me. Please pray for me. I have an only answer. Of course, as a pastor, I will intercede. But let me also tell you one thing. Can you imagine that... I am praying, or for that matter, anybody is praying for you, 
But God sees you as disobedient to his word. What do you think will happen? If I am praying for you, that this is what you need. And I'm crying to God. I remember one time the prophet Samuel was just praying and interceding for Saul. God came around and said, stop praying. You are praying to me. Stop it. Because I have finished him. I pray this year will be a year that you will be a true covenant keeper by obeying heavenly instructions. Praise the Lord. We are living in a very critical time. A time that people, you know, we, 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 we prefer to walk into church in the religious mood to satisfy that we have been to church. That thing is not necessary. You just come to listen to instructions of righteousness. You work, you get up, and you obey whatever God tells you. Brethren, there is no secret to what God would do to a man who keeps covenant instructions. I call it covenant instructions because God has entered into something great with us. And he wants to do as he, God, pleases. I was studying, and I must say that this chapter 17 of Genesis, since the time God spoke to us, ah, I don't call it as I know what is in there. My eyes are still in the matter. And I have seen that the more I study even this particular chapter, of course, and others, the more I see revelations of the word of God coming. And I want to assure us, there are good things ahead for us. Praise the Lord. We only need to keep to covenant instructions. I call it covenant instructions because whatever God tells you to do, you simply ought to do it. And you will see the hand of God. You see, Abraham is one person who has demonstrated that if a man becomes committed to God, God will be committed to him. Even though he, human as men are, you may slip your feet. But when God sees that this heart of this man is committed to this covenant work. He will be merciful to you. Praise the Lord. In the study, I was quite intrigued by something that God said. And I, it really blew my mind. He said, I enter into covenant relationship with everybody in the same way. What does that mean? The covenant relationship could have applied also to Saul. If only Saul had kept to the word of God. Hallelujah. So, Abraham, the work with Abraham, which brought about the full fulfillment of God's plans, in this verse 2, 
and I will multiply you. Anybody who is born again here, who is here, you are the seed of Abraham according to the word of God. Praise the Lord. Because one man obeyed. And that has brought us. That's why now Jesus, our Lord and Savior, came on the scene, even through the lineage. And now, today, we are children of God. And Bible will always refer to us as the seed of Abraham, just because the man obeyed. And so when the Lord said, this covenant relationship is not only for only one person, but it's actually for anyone who will commit himself to obey. He will see my hand. And then reference was made to Samuel, the book of Samuel, that is Saul. In chapter 13, I just want to read verse number 1 of Samuel chapter 13, verse number 1. Saul reigned one year. Most of you know the story. The people of Israel have demanded for a king because that's what they saw every nation had. Whilst God was leading them by his prophets and leaders, they said they didn't want that, and they chose that they have a king. And God gave them a king. This was the first king they saw. This king, God gave every instructions to his prophet to tell him. Everything was detailed. Just to tell him that if you would have a covenant walk with me, things will be different for you. This verse 1 alone has too much. Saul reigned one year. And when he had reigned two years over Israel, he changed. You know something? I believe with all my heart God has spoken to covenant family that I have stepped you up from just the cliche of I'm born again. We, we like to go out to preach. You go and you want to check for yourself the, the person you have met to present Christ to. Are you a child of God? People can recite it. Yes, I am born again. But as you advance your conversation with the individual, it gets to a point when sometimes you drop the bomb. Thank God you are born again. You are, I'm glad. If Jesus were to come now, do you think he will, he will carry you? Most of the time when you confront people with this, that's when you will see the true nature. They say, most, most of the time you will see things like, um, well, you know, there are small, small, small things that I know will not permit me. This year, there shouldn't be any small, small things. Your aiming is too weak for me. This man, two years, 
he has changed. In the verse 9 of the same chapter, when the prophet Samuel had instructed because they were going to have a war and he has spoken that I will be there to do a sacrifice before the war we engage in battle with the Philistines. In this verse, Saul said, bring the burnt offering and peace offerings to me. And he offered the burnt offering. That which was not his business to do. He did it. Please keep covenant instructions. Anything that is not your business to do, don't do it. What is your business to do, do it. Hallelujah. In the next verse, the Bible says, And it happened that as soon as he had finished presenting the burnt offering, that Samuel came and Saul went out to meet him that he might greet him. And Samuel said, what have you done? Saul said, when I saw that the people were scattered from me, and that you did not come within the days appointed that the Philistines gathered together at Mishmash, now I said, the Philistines will now come down on me at Gilgah, and I have not made supplication to the Lord. Therefore, I felt compelled and offered the burnt offering. A child of God, let me tell you, please never in your life feel compelled to do anything you know it is not in line with Scripture or not led by the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Covenant instructions must be kept. If you are not sure there is nothing wrong as a child of God, throw in your hands to say, Lord, I honestly don't know what to do. I need you to guide me to do this. And he will surely come your way. It is better that way than to say, I don't care. Because you have done this, I will also do this. You know something, then you are not walking covenant way. Anybody who has entered into covenant with the Lord must note this truth. Now, when this man said, because you were not coming, let's see the implications. In the next verse, Samuel and Samuel said to Saul, you have done foolishly. You have not kept the commandment Of the Lord, your God, which he commanded you, which he commanded you, and now, child of God, are you here? Let me hear that you are here. Say amen. Amen. And now, the Lord would have established your kingdom for, your kingdom over Israel for how many years? You see, a little disobedience had caused something that was going to be forever. It disturbs me. There's a reason why I like for us to pray. That's why when God 
met with Abraham. When God appeared to Abraham, the Bible said he put his forehead, he put his face on the ground. Why did he do that? He put his face on the ground meant he began to pray. The Lord, this thing that you have promised me, please hold my hands so that we can get it done together. Hallelujah. This is the reason why I am begging you, please, this week, it's, it's, it's our annual waiting on the Lord week. The, what we are standing on it is that when God appeared to Abraham, he had his face down. So we are going to have our face down by waiting on the Lord in prayer. And don't take it lightly at all, because we need to ask God. To establish this matter. You see, this man, the things that God told him, I observed that he never even made time to pray about them. But I saw that when God made a promise to Abraham, Abraham didn't say he has said it and he will do. But he prayed about it. Praise the Lord. So, you and I must follow good examples by Praying, committing ourselves to it. I don't know your medical condition. But if you can fast to even 12 o'clock, do it and pray. Don't let it be hunger strike. Let it be a serious time with the Lord. Hallelujah. Is somebody going to agree with me? Then let's shout a big amen. You know, it was Jesus... Who said, these kinds of things can only come about through prayer and fasting. So brethren, as part of our Christian duties, there are days we need to make deliberate commitment into praying and fasting and saying, Lord, this thing you promised me, it's in your word. I am coming to you. Do it. Abraham has set a good example by putting his face to the ground and praying. Bible never stated how long it took for him to lift his face up. Bible never said that. But one thing I know Bible is I know from Bible is that God can say something and it can really mean this. Praise the Lord. And so brethren, this week I want to encourage you Take your Christianity serious. Take it as God has spoken a word to you. And commit yourself by praying. You see, the time has come for believers to prove that we are a people of covenant with God. As for us, our God is on our side. The time has come. And it can only be done when we commit ourselves to covenant instructions. If we take it lightly like anybody else, yeah, like somebody told me, Pastor, you know, it's good to fast, but you see, me, my stomach will make clue, 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 and let it make clue, 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 clue. Hallelujah. Because we mean business with the Lord, let's set this week aside. See, something very important that God has said. Anytime I looked at the scripture in my Bible, I say, oh, 
I, God would have established. You know, in the midst of all of that, you just get up and pace and say, Lord, Samuel said he was going to come here. Lord, he's not coming, but I see the Philistines gathering. Lord, what am I going to do? I don't have any strength of my own. I am depending on you. So should have been crying like that and be pacing up and down. And God would have probably said to him, don't worry, the man is on his way coming. And then he would have come. And he would have said, alright, you are here. I am so glad because I was actually getting afraid. And then he would have said, no problem. He would have performed all the sacrifices and everything. And at the end of the day, he would have said, come here. Kneel down. He will lay his hands on him. And then he will say, this place that God has placed you is forever. Your children's children will be leading Israel forever. And that would have been it. But a man could not. You see, the Bible says, be anxious for nothing. But by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God that keeps, the peace of God will keep your heart. And you will not fret. So many of us move into all kinds of things when we have not even prayed about it. I beg you, pray about it. Pray about it. I can give you examples, examples, examples upon examples in my own personal life. When I didn't know better and I became anxious in the course of life that God had promised me some things and I knew he could do it but anxiety came in because they were delayed and then I quickly just shifted to the, option, the other alternative. You see, even Abraham Crapper, who is a good example, when he shifted to the other alternative, that's why we are still battling Ishmael. So, a child of God, this promise shall hold. Only commit yourself to doing the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. I don't know how, I wish you knew how in my spirit. The enlightenment of this word is affecting my life. Be anxious for nothing. Just trust God. Put your face down and cry and call on God. It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. Last Wednesday when I spoke, when I went home, I said, Ah, what, what a good God you are. How can a 99-year-old man, even he himself, he laughed at the promise. When God gave him, he laughed. Quack, quack. <laughs> can a 99-year-old God, you too. He laughed. And yet, it came to pass. Because after he has laughed, he saw that, hey, as for God, his ways past finding. If he could raise the dead, what he has promised shall come to pass. Hallelujah. Now, this saw man is an example that God is giving unto us that this covenant keeping grace that we have from God this year, you must understand it in a way that you will walk worthy of the calling. I saw something God did. And that blew me again. Do you know that God is a God of a second chance? Do you know that he's a God of a second chance? Elder Yosef. 
Even though God spoke a very serious word when he said, I would have established your kinship over Israel forever. Even though God said it. But because of what you have done, it is finished. Then he gives him another chance in chapter 15 of the same book of Samuel. Oh, verse 1. Samuel said to Saul, The Lord sent me to anoint you king over his people, over Israel. Now therefore, heed to the voice of the words of the Lord. Can I beg you to do me a favor? Say to your neighbor, heed to the word of the Lord. And then to the other side, heed to the word of the Lord. I saw that this was another chance for this man to do well. And I've seen it. He's a good God of second chance. What? Number two. That says the Lord of hosts, I will punish Amalek, Amalek. For what he did to Israel, how he ambushed him on the way when he came up from Egypt. Now go and attack Amalek. Utterly destroy all they have. And do not spare them. But kill both man and woman. Infant and nascent children, nascent child. Ox and sheep. Camel and donkey. So Saul gathered the people together and numbered them. And tell him, 200,000 foot soldiers and 10,000 men. They went. They went. Jump to nine. Thank you. But Saul and the people spared Agag. And the best of sheep, the oxen. The fatlings, the lambs, and all that was good, and were unwilling, listen to the word, and were unwilling to utterly destroy them. But everything despised and worthless that they utterly destroyed. We are going to cry to God in this short moment of time. And the prayer topic is, Please, Father, help me to be willing. Praise the Lord. The the spirit of unwillingness, most people have not discovered that. That which makes you become so stubborn that you know that. I remember I was dealing with somebody and I said, but you see, the word of God says this. I was so shocked. The individual stood there and said to me, even though the word of God has said so, I don't think I'm willing to do that. Oh, my heart broke in my office that day. I was so scared. And I said to myself, 
Does this individual know that he is saying to God, not Dennis, that I don't care what you say. This is what I want to do. And that's a believer. So sometimes we could fall that way. There is a need to pray. There is a need to call on God and say, Lord, this promise of use to my life, I don't want unwillingness in it at all. I want to walk with you faithfully. Brethren, God doesn't lose anything. We will lose so much. Do you remember what I just said about Saul? When the prophet of God with the word of the Lord came and said, God was like coming to establish you forever. But it is finished. So I want us to just make a little time, sincere before God. Say, Lord, this is your word to me. I don't know whether because maybe, well, let me just put it that way. But this word of God means too much to me because I heard God in my, I heard God, I heard God, I heard God. Go tell my people that they should drop. I am born again, I am born. It is good to be born again, but step up and enter into covenant relationship with me. So many of us have played with I am born again. I'm born again. And yet, there is no act of born again. God says, step it up. Into covenant relationship. And the critical in the ingredients in this thing is covenant obedience. You will just stay with what God tells you. As long as God has said it, I hand over my gloves. Ah. Well, I actually meant to do this, but the way there are few people I have come across, and I love that, and I also learn. I've handled cases where you step in and no, 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 this thing, this thing, pastor, this thing. And then ask the person, this thing, this thing, and then you speak one word, and then they sit there for a moment and say, well, I guess there's nothing I can do than to obey God. May you be a child of God like this. And never allow anything under the sun to influence you like it did. When God gave a second chance to this man, he blew it in the verse number 10, and then we will stand to pray. Now the word of the Lord came to Samuel saying, I greatly regret that I have set you up so as king. For he had turned back from following me and has not performed my commandment. It grieved Samuel and he cried out to the Lord all night. Would you stand please for a moment? Would you, would you stand?
I believe I, we have a promise. I believe we have a prophetic visitation by the word of the Lord. Would you want to cry to God? Would you want to make a plea to God? In this short moment and say, Lord, I never want to be unwilling. Please, whatever it will take, strength only comes from you. Ability to overcome is yours. You are the one who raised Jesus from the tomb. You can raise me to the level, Lord, that there wouldn't be this situation of unwillingness. Would you begin to talk to God in a short moment of time, please? Because something ought to happen in our generation. Something must happen on the earth because God has a people he has entered into covenant with. I thank God that you are part of it. I thank God that it is you and I he spoke to. I thank God that it is, it is both of us he's expressing what his intentions are. Would you please ask the Lord. Oh, I thank you. Oh, I thank you. Oh, my Father, I come before you. Kandabaro shekete. Lidoro lobo samana hata kastagadarabashando. Oh, mahadagada sakatakasike leri babadoha. Oh, randolololobomba ikeri hadeidabasaki loroboto. We are standing in your promise, in, in your presence, O oh God, with your word. Father, we pray for one another here that this year, Lord, you will walk hand in hand with us, Lord, and especially in the area of we having to carry your word accordingly, Lord. Let there be a fulfillment of your word. I submit to your truth, for thy word is the truth. There is nothing greater than, oh God, your word. Open my eyes and fill my heart and turn my heart, oh God, to commitment to your word. Baro jandiri, lendiri kastanganderi makombu gadagastegi digahaya. Leye baladabori hata sekeleri makoroko shatakastagade. We pray, Lord, we pray, Lord, arima zeira marogo zadaya. In seke berege degese tabarazondoria. We hanu marukotoko sogodogoborogodo. Father, forgive us of all the failures in the past. Thank you for giving us a second chance. Lord, we pray that this morning you will renew us and renew our strength. You even spoke to us and said, even for those of us who feel we are weak. The promise is unto us that even at the age of 99, it shall be well. Lord, Caleb confirmed it when he said I was 40 years when you spoke to me. And now I'm 85 and I'm still ready to take the promise. Lord, renew the, the strength of those who are weak. We pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, let the faith in your word renew a new strength. And to bring us to the obedience of your word individually. We pray at this our Lord. 
Sicknesses and diseases will not stop us. In the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for one another this hour. We pray that each one of us will be strengthened with might in the inner man by your spirit. We pray that we will be quickened by the Holy Ghost to be able to stand and having done all to stand. Lord, let there be a new strength. Take away every dullness and unwillingness in the name of Jesus and cause that we will agree with your word. Cause that our hearts will submit to your word. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I bless you. Oh, Lord, let each one see the miracle that you have promised. Let it so be, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, dear Lord. Lord, we thank you for one another at this hour. We praise you for our offerings and tithes that we bring to you. Lord, we thank you for all that you keep renewing our lives for. Oh, that Lord, our lives will mean so much to accomplish your will on the earth. And so we pray at this hour, committing that Lord, from this place you will do as place with us. May your name be glorified. We bless and honor you in the name of Jesus. Now unto 